Backpacking solo on a pension, is that even possible? My name is Victoria Rose, a 69-year-old Australian woman who has backpacked solo on a pension for over 12 months. I invite you to not limit your thinking just because you're on limited funds. Join me as I share with you in each episode exactly how you can live the dream too. Let's journey together. Welcome to episode four of Backpacking Solo on a Pension. And the question we will look at during this episode is traveling solo safe? (laughs) I will answer that question this way. The first point has to be, you must ask yourself, how safe do you feel where you live now? Now, I'm not talking about in the home that you live in. I'm talking about how safe do you feel in your environment, where you go for a cup of coffee or go for a walk up the street or go to work or whatever it is that you do each day. How safe do you feel? If you can say, I don't feel safe, then going to another country will not help. And especially if you are solo. The reason why I say that is when you have been living in an environment where you don't feel safe to go to the movies in the evening or to go walk up and uh, do your, your shopping during the day or at whatever time, when you're used to living in that environment, you adopt a certain way of being. You are more hesitant in the way you walk, in the way you talk, you are quite furtive, you're looking at people just to check them out to see if they are a danger to you or not. Now, I'm not saying that these things are a bad thing. We all do that to some degree. We can do that living in an environment where we still feel safe. The bottom line is, if you're living in an environment right now where you don't feel safe, then you cannot travel solo because you will be taking your mannerisms, your posture, the way you are being into that new environment. And whether you think this is true or not, it's something that has been proven and I believe to be true. Wherever you are, if you act like you expect to be unsafe, then you attract into your environment those very factors that may actually cause you to be unsafe. So that's the first point. If you feel unsafe in your environment now, then no, traveling solo is not for you. The second point is (laughs) don't do dumb things. Now, I'm not saying that from a higher position, a holier-than-thou position, because I have done dumb things, and I'm not going to share with you what those dumb things, one in particular, was, because I looked afterwards at what I had just done, and I thought, golly gosh, why did I accept that invitation? Why did I do that? I was lucky. Nothing bad. It was uncomfortable, but nothing bad happened to me. So don't 
do dumb things and part of that is just to give an example is do not accept drinks from strangers even people that you've met perhaps at the hostel or their fellow volunteers and you're having a drink with them do not leave your drink unattended and it's just a simple matter of being aware of your environment let's say in the daytime that lovely winding alley is just gorgeous and it's got flowers in and it's very pretty and it's a shortcut to where your accommodation is you don't take that dark alleyway at night it's just something that you have to decide what is important for you for you to feel safe as a solo traveler. So the first point is, how safe do you feel in your home environment? And the second point is, don't do dumb things. And I'm speaking from the dumb thing expert there. The third point that I want to make about being safe, how safe is it to travel solo, is you need to create your own safety strategy. It is not just about your personal safety, it is the most important thing, is your personal safety. It is the safety of your possessions as well. And when I'm talking about possessions, I'm talking about important things that you would have difficulty replacing, such as your passport and your driver's license and your credit card. I always travel with three layers of possessions safety or security perhaps is another way to look at it. My three layers of security have been close to my body. I carry my passport, my driver's license, my credit card and some money. So I have that where my shoulder bag thingy or whatever it is can't just be sliced off by people going by on a motorbike to relieve you of that those prized possessions. No, they're carried under my clothing where they just, okay, it might not be an attractive look, but who cares? So that's my first level of security my passport, my driver's license, my credit card, and some money. My second level of security for my possessions is my backpack. I've been traveling solo for one year now, so I have a backpack and a small trolley bag. In my backpack, I carry my second credit card. I recommend you take two credit cards with you so I carry that second credit card and again I have some money there. The third layer of security for my possessions is the trolley bag and in that I simply have some money, enough to pay for some night's accommodation and whatever I think is applicable to the journey that I'm on. My idea of is it safe to travel solo. It absolutely is. You just make sure that you don't do dumb things. Nothing's different when you're traveling. And to be totally honest, I always am with, with you guys. I have felt safer, more safe overseas than what I have felt in my own home country. And, and perhaps that's because I don't do dumb things anymore. <laughs> Who knows? 
So make sure that you really take note. How safe do you feel in your home environment? And I don't mean your house, your home. I mean the environment that you're living in now. And don't do dumb things and create your own safety strategy. Now, part of that safety strategy is it's really important when you are going to house sit someone's home or when you're going to volunteer and go to strangers' houses, my strongest recommendation is to be safe is you must state that a condition of you accepting the house and pet sit or the volunteer gig is that you do a video chat and when you do that video chat you make sure that you ask them oh please show me your house you can find a way to do it after you've had a bit of chit chat with them you can ask that in a way that won't be offensive and by the way if they get offended at you saying look can you just show me the house I'd like to see where I'm going to be staying for the next month show me the outside if it's not dark and ask them to show you where you will be sleeping because it's where you'll be sleeping too that there can be problems on one volunteer gig uh, a male who had this lovely idea about having volunteers coming to help him as one young woman shared with me her bedroom you had to walk through his bedroom to get to her bedroom and uh, and also the toilet you had to walk back through his bedroom to get to the toilet so she just felt very uncomfortable this is stuff you need to talk about and you need to talk about it up front as far as house sitting you need to have the video chat there are documented instances of people who just relied on the photos and when they got to the house set they realized that those photos was when the house was brand new and it was no longer brand new no not was it not even brand new it was filthy <laughs> and and, uh, and they had to do a lot of cleaning just to be able to live in the home so there you have it is it safe to travel solo i've been doing it for a year and i could honestly say except for some of the dumb things that i've done which i won't do again i have my safety strategy in place and i feel very safe as a solo traveler but the decision that you must make is up to you thank you for listening i look forward to your questions just tap the send message and do you have a question do you have some wisdom that you can share with others who are looking at doing what i am doing which is backpacking solo on limited funds in my instance i am proving that you can do this on an Australian pension. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.
This is a listen and share podcast. Who do you know who would benefit from listening to this episode of Backpacking Solo on a pension? Who do you know who's looking around and asking, is this all there is? Who do you know who realizes there is no use by date and who's decided to live before they die? Then share it with them.